Before we head into this week's episode, we have a quick little something something we want to tell you about. Paired is the latest dating app built right here in Toronto. Aiming to eliminate the mindless swiping and frustrations that come with dating apps, Paired has added real world elements to make it easier for us. Voice notes, consequences for ghosting, and recently they've added live video chats to bring you closer to your connections. We know dating in isolation is hard, but Paired makes it easier. Download it now on your iPhone by searching Paired, spelled P-A-I-R-D. Happy dating! Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely, is it? Our personalities where we just had the homely. You swipe left and I swipe right, sitting on my couch at night, hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast. When you're the only one still single. Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no. So you write this stupid jingle to say somebody please date us. All right, well, guys, welcome back to another episode of Somebody Data. This is Sal. It's Carly. It's Lauren. And I want to know why you guys are single or should be single this week. I'm going to start with Carly. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Okay. You put me on the spot last week, so. <laughs> um, that's called social distancing. Uh <laughs> I wish I made that up. I, I did it though. Not that funny. So why am I single this week? Okay. So you guys know I've been like talking to a few people, but I have to say, I re- I feel like our relationship, like the relationships that I'm building, they're not really making much progress. And I have to blame COVID-19 for ruining my life because when, I, when, when you're trying to make conversation, I mean, both of you are doing nothing. You are stuck inside. You work, you work from your house. You don't leave your house. It's the same shit over and over again. And it's yeah. really hard to switch up the conversation, make that progress. And I'm finding it really difficult to sustain these relationships when it's, you're not out there experiencing things together or on your own to share with them. So, um, yeah, I think that I'm definitely not the only one feeling this way. I feel like you know, a lot of people who maybe like are far away from their partners or, you know, they have created a really great connection using like an app through, um, like throughout COVID, like paired or whatever. I, I really think that, uh, it's kind of, it's putting a, it's putting a hamper on the progress that could be made. I don't know. So I'm attributing the why I'm single this week to COVID-19 and suck my balls. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people could relate to that. Yeah. I even find that with just friends. Like, it's like, okay, I could arrange like FaceTime, FaceTimes with like every friend every week, but it's like, nothing's changed. Like, what are we going to talk about? Like, what have you been yeah. doing? Nothing? Drinking? Yeah. What about you? Drinking? Cool. That's it. Like, yeah. Who knew? So, yeah. So anyways, what about you guys though? Why should you be single this week? Asal, you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like very anal when it comes to like cleanliness and like organization um and I'm not saying that JB's like messy or unorganized or anything it's just that I have a problem I um like last week he wanted to he was like making lunch for me and I just can't help but just like hover around putting things (laughs) away constantly like he'll like use a knife and I'll be like all right like I'm gonna clean the knife now Like, like he'll open like a, like a box of something or like he's got a jar of something out and I asked him to just like are you done with this and like 
just <laughs> when I'm cooking or when I'm doing something, I'll use it. I'll use what I'm using and then I'll put it away. So then I'm like cooking and also cleaning at the same time. Yeah. And so with JB, he leaves everything out on the counter. He'll, he'll clean afterwards, which is a lot of people do that. Um, and so he's always like trying to do all these nice things for me. And I'm just like hovering in the back, like, <laughs> trying to clean as he's doing things. And, like, I'm just in the way. I don't let him just like be. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. <laughs> Are you but, aware of yeah, it? I'm just, I can't stand to see things like cluttered or messy, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a little That's annoyed. That's fair. I'm that kind of like that too. So. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I have like I like things done a certain way so yeah. <laughs> my way or the highway not really though but yeah it's not a deal for you okay I should be single this week because I've just developed a lot of like obviously weird habits while in isolation like I'm sure a lot of people have um and this week I feel like maybe I sent you guys a photo on Instagram I can't remember but I decided to have a bath but before the bath, I was like, I'm really hungry. Um, but I didn't want to like eat first and then have the bath or have the bath then eat after. So I just decided to eat in the bath. So I made like a sandwich and like sat in my bathtub and ate the sandwich like on the side of my bathtub while in the bath. And I was like, this is like very weird. And like, I don't feel like these two things should mix together. <laughs> I know. I sent a photo to Arnold and he's like, well, um, okay I guess so <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know I'm like there's no rules right right now <laughs> yeah. it's true yeah you can do what you want were there like crumbs in the in your bath I mean maybe but I didn't trust them so <laughs> yeah I'm just doing weird things that I normally wouldn't do so you so you showed your bath sandwich to your boyfriend <laughs> um and he's still talking to you which is great uh that means he wasn't turned off uh by your bath sandwich i know transitions for days so (laughs) this week guys uh last week we were talking all about our turn ons uh and now we're quite uh literally flipping the switch and we're going to be talking about turn offs and i don't know about you guys but turn offs to come up with were far more easier than (laughs) coming up with turn ons i and i don't know what this is about me as a person i'm like i think i just have so yeah thanks like um it was like that for lauren and i too it was way easier coming up yeah. with things we don't yeah. like yeah <laughs> i was like don't people. like this don't like that don't yeah. like this don't like i was having a song to myself I'm like oh when a guy does that ooh, when a guy touches that like i just yeah, yeah i went I yeah, should, like, I should, I, <laughs> my list of turnoffs was starting to get so long that I'm like, okay, I need to cut it off here. Like the episode isn't long enough for me to talk about everything that turns me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I figured this week we can share some of the things that turn us off in certain relationships and in certain scenarios. Um, we also asked you guys on our Instagram page to submit some of your turnoffs in these scenarios as well. So we'll definitely get to them. Uh, but I want to kick things off because once again, I mean, we are doing podcast guys and if we can remember back to the good old days when uh you'd go out on in real in real life in public on a first date uh i want to talk about some of the first date turnoffs that maybe you have experienced uh want things that just made you go oh god like never talking to this guy again or this girl again uh but yeah so i thought we would start there so who wants to share first 
I mean, I will. One of like, <laughs> okay. my big ones is like on a first date, um, when they just like only talk about themselves and they just don't ask mm-hmm. you any questions about you or like they like cut you off before you can like say your full thought, whether it's like cutting you off just to say their own thing or cutting you off because they just like disagree with whatever you think or are saying. Yeah. Um, I think that's like a big turnoff for me. Like <laughs> for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's so disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, obviously a big one too is like, um, it's not a first date when you're meeting people off dating apps is like finding out that they like lied about how they look, whether it's sometimes they can look a lot better and it like ends up being a good scenario, but sometimes you're like, okay, your photos were obviously from like 10 years ago. Um, and you are now like balding or something and it's like I wish you just like were upfront about what you look like instead of me having a certain yeah. expectation that is like not been met now exactly. yeah for sure <laughs> absolutely <laughs> what about you guys I have like a whole list so I, I don't want to take up all the time <laughs> I, have a, I have a pretty long list too <laughs> um I'll start with um I'll start with is it like alphabetized no, it's it's, al- it's alphabetized, guys. It's a good one. Um, She's using the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one really big turnoff, and I know <clears throat> this is going to be like controversial. Contra- contra- you had it right. Controversial. Yeah, yeah. Words yeah. are hard. <laughs> controversial? Were you going to say controversial? <laughs> yeah. I thought so. It's all good. Okay, a big turn off um, for me, like if the date's going really, really well, and I get, I get the guy's point of view, um, but splitting the bill, I think like, yes. I just, it just it doesn't turn me on when a guy just can't buy my drink. Um, for <laughs> me. But I also understand why guys split the bill. Like I do, I do get that side of it, but it is a turn off, a hundred percent for me. Mm-hmm. Also, if it's not like a write off, like I won't not see them because of that. Like I'll still see them, but in the back of my head, I'm like you're cheap <laughs> yeah red flag um, yeah and, um, another one um okay this is like appearance wise and i haven't gone on too many dates with people like this um but enough one too many to speak to like who i swipe on but guys with like very very perfectly groomed eyebrows <laughs> Like that's nice so specific, my, but like, fair. With an arch, like very nice. Like, I I don't like that, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. show that they're like groomed, and that's a nice thing. But when their eyebrows are nicer than mine, I don't know. I just it's like, yeah, I'm not really like attracted to guys that like would spend the time on like fully grooming their eyebrows. It's one thing if you get them like trimmed or something. Yeah, yeah, um, and like general and maintenance. Stuff, yeah, a little bit, but. When they're like yeah. perfect, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's been a couple guys that have gone on dates with a perfect eyebrow. So I just had to mention that one. But I wow, that's a funny one. Yeah. One that I wouldn't think of, but I agree that is a turn off. <laughs> Keep them coming to Sal. I like this. <laughs> um, uh, another one is um when like I love confidence. That's a turn on, but being mm-hmm. overconfident. Yeah. Um, definitely a turn off I do not like that um again kind of going off of what Lauren said when they just talk about themselves a lot um or cut you off and just like 
they're kind of like yeah. it's like a one-man show yeah and like even just like how they like carry themselves yeah. can just be like I feel like I've gone on dates with people that are like frat boys in real life and yeah. I'm like okay like I yeah. you know just like the way they talk and the way they like sit and mm-hmm. present themselves you're like I just could tell you're douchey without you yeah. even opening your mouth sometimes <laughs> absolutely um uh. and I've had a guy, and I've talked about this before on another episode, but I had a guy talk about how much money he makes, and that's oh, definitely yeah. a turnoff. Even, like, though, it, like, he didn't make a lot of money, so I don't know why he was telling me, but <laughs> even if he made a lot of money, even if he's, like, I'm a millionaire, a billionaire, whatever, it still would not turn me on. Like, it's still yeah. a turnoff. Like, don't no, talk about any amount billion? of money he makes. <laughs> it still wouldn't be turned on. on. I'd be like, why no. are you telling me this? But like, you would know if they were a billionaire just by other things that they talk about in their life. Like, yeah. if they're like, yeah, you know, I go and hang out on my yacht, then I'd be like, okay, he has some money. Oh my God, send me, me his number. <laughs> <laughs> but I think just in going off that, like just anything where like they're just bragging a lot about it. Like mm-hmm. it could be anything. It could be your job. It could be like your hobbies. It could be like things you own or places you've gone or like, I don't know, just if you're overly bragging about anything, it's like a turnoff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right, Asal, do you have any more? Well, yeah. So I can share mine. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, so I this more, is a, but <laughs> guys, I have so many more. Okay. So this might be a little shallow, but it means a lot to me when a guy, okay. So when a guy has bad, what, what are you laughing at guys? I just like, you're like, it means a lot to me. Yeah, <laughs> you Listen, were so serious. So I, I'm actually serious. Um, a man who dresses well, a man who takes his fashion game very seriously. Yeah, it's very important said. to me. So yeah. here's my thing. If, a, if, if like a homie shows up to the date and he's not looking cute and I'm like, what the fuck? Like instant turn off. If he is just yeah. not like, it, it's it, if he has like this weird style that I maybe didn't gauge appropriately from his dating profile and he shows up wearing like I don't know like a Von Dutch hat and like acid wash ripped jeans then I don't know like I'm gonna go fucking flying out the side door that's all I have to say about that no and it, it's it, so it, no true. but it, it's not even that it's just somebody who just I, I just it, it's important to me like your appearance like you know like how you like handle yourself and present yourself in public. So when you don't dress appropriately, that's a huge turnoff, you know? Um, but also another one is getting too drunk on dates. Like that is such a turnoff. And I said it before men, and I'll say it again, men who can't handle their alcohol or they go like too far. It's disgusting. And I think for women, I think we all need to like take some like responsibility here, but like you're on a first date, you don't need like yes, you might be nervous, but you don't need to like chug back a 1.5 liter of Sauvignon Blanc from fucking the Marlboro region in New Zealand. Like you don't need to do that. <laughs> so specific. it's fine. I, I haven't done that before. I actually have a story about that, and it's not really like a first date because it was someone I was in a relationship for like a hot minute with. Um, but he was like the worst drunk, like. And I mean, everyone is like different when they're drunk and like, there's always those people that are really fun and like, that like, whatever, like they're annoying, but like, you can handle it. This guy just like was the kind of drunk that you just didn't want to be around. And like, even like, so as Sal and I went to like, and this was when I was in a full blown relationship with him. I, we went to his birthday party at the bar and he was so like uncontrollably drunk and embarrassing 
that we snuck out of the bar so I didn't have to go home with him at the end of the night and take care of him. Like, and then I just oh, played, like, shit. when he called me after, I was just, like, pretended I fell asleep because I was like, I don't want to deal with him. But my actual story about him was he he came to my house once. I don't think I've ever told this story. No, you weird. haven't. Oh, nice. Um, he came. It's exclusive. Story. Here, here. Um, he came to my house, like, at, he was staying at my house one, one night um because he, i forget his apart- he was running his apartment in an airbnb or something and so he was coming from like a friend's birthday party and so i was like i decided not to go to his friend's birthday because i had to be up for something for work at like six in the morning or something and so whatever he's like i'm not going to be that late probably be around midnight so like 3 a.m rolls around and he's like still not here and he calls me and he's like, I'm in your building. I'm like, okay, well, you like need to buzz up so I can let you in. And he like couldn't figure out how to do that. It took him 45 minutes to find my apartment in my building. Like he'd been here before, like we were in a relationship. And then he got here and he was so drunk. And then he got up to go pee, like, I don't know, like a half an hour after going to bed. And I noticed that he like never turned the light on in my bathroom when he went pee, which like I could easily pee in my bathroom without the light on, but like, the average person wouldn't be able to like there's no window in there or anything and so eventually I hear like a bang like some weird noises and so I like knock on the door I'm like are you okay and he's like no I'm like do you need help he's like yes and so like open the door and he had like fallen into my shower beside my toilet his like pants were like down around his waist. No. He had peed all over his pants. Yeah, all he peed all over my rug in my bathroom. Like I just had like oh. a decorative rug. <laughs> I was so furious. Like I like whatever. I was like, take off your pants. Like they're soaked with urine. Um, and like I hung them up. And he just like went straight to bed. Like he was like that drunk. Like he was unaware of what just happened. And I was like you mean mad I had to be awake in like two hours I was like okay I guess I'll try to clean this rug like I don't know anyways so he was still sleeping when I left the next day and like I didn't hear from him for like hours and I finally messaged him in like the afternoon was like hi like are you alive and he's like yeah why wouldn't I be like he had like no like he was like in denial or like had no recollection of what happened I'm like um do you not remember like peeing all over my bathroom at like three in the morning last night and like keeping me up and he's like, he's like, oh, ha, sorry. And he just had like, no, like if I did an accident, no. like if I got so drunk that I like puked all over someone's bathroom or peed or I don't know, something fucking fucked up, I would feel so bad. I'd be yeah. making it up to them for days. Like, and he was just like, oh, well, like he thought I was like making too big of a deal out of it. And I was like, like I'm, at the time I was like, maybe like in my late twenties, it was like, like I don't like want to deal with this. Like you should at least like know how to go to the bathroom in a toilet. Like this isn't rocket science. And then like, couldn't you get you couldn't get the smell of pee out of that rug for a really long time? Oh yeah, Did you, like, get I worked rid of it? on the rug for like a week and a half trying different things. I googled online of like how to get the smell of urine out of it, and like oh that's so weird. oh my god, it was so. But like yeah, going back to the point, people that like, get too drunk or people are just terrible drunks. Like period. Yes. At any stage I, of your dating, like, oh yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. So, so Mike, I want to hear from you though. Do you have mm-hmm. any first date turn-ons? I mean, pardon me, turn-offs? Turn-offs? Yeah. Uh, people that are like inconsiderate. Like that okay. doesn't drive with me. Like people, like if we go somewhere or like if people that maybe treat even like wait staff, like yes. you know, in like a crappy way, 
that's like a big turnoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like along the same lines as you guys, people that like talk about themselves for too long, you know, and um, they're like, they're, you can tell they're really not listening to you. They're just waiting until they can jump back in to talk about themselves kind of thing. So like things like that. I don't have a long list like you guys, but those are like the big like <laughs> red flag ones. Yeah. Just like this isn't gonna jive. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, those those are the main ones. Like yeah, just open minded people, like people that aren't open minded, um, as well. That one just kind of yeah doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't go well. And after kind of going with my turn ons, um, the whole scent thing. If you if you have like an annoying smell to you, that's gonna. Yeah, annoying yeah. smell. I know yeah, what you just mean. Like a bad smell, <laughs> yeah. weird smell. Oh, it's, yeah. bad. it's just like it's just something that I don't know. Like if it's too flowery or so, I don't know. Like something like yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, we already know from the turn-ons that you like a good smelling human, so we can all we can all agree on that one. <laughs> you a good smelling human. Yeah, good smelling human. Um, one two that is on my list is like being a really picky eater and like i don't mean like yes. you are allergic oh to something God, yeah. or you like choose to be vegetarian i mean yeah, like yeah. if you just like don't like anything like you, you change just... the menu like every like <laughs> yeah no matter where you are you change every fucking thing on the menu you're like i want this but can i get a sub to that or that shut the fuck up sorry or... continue i'm 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 cheesed. i'm heated like this just reminds me of like my ex who was just not open to trying new things and so mm-hmm. i'm a vegetarian and he he was a big meat eater but like even to just try my veggie burger or to yeah. like yeah try a quinoa salad or something <laughs> he'd be like no and like i remember i got kombucha and i was like telling him like the health benefits of kombucha and he like wouldn't even want to like take a sip of it and he was like Ugh, like no and i'm like just yeah it's like a drink it tastes like ginger like just yeah like, i can't handle it try it he'd be like no I can't handle if you're like a grown ass adult and you won't eat at least try something. If you've tried something and you don't like it, that's fair. But like, if you just yeah. like aren't open to trying anything and you're just going to eat like plain chicken and potatoes for your whole life, like this probably isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that is, that's a good one though. But okay. So guys, so I went online and I looked up um, biggest first date turn offs for men mm-hmm. versus women. And I want to share okay. a few. I yes. feel like a lot of them are aligned with what we already discussed, but I'm just going to give them two straight. So okay. this is coming from a, the woman's perspective. So these are our, these are the top 10 or so turn offs. Okay? okay. The first one, getting too drunk. I mean, we've said it before. We'll say it again. The next one, yeah. spending too much time on your phone. Yeah. The third hygiene and smell like I think that is very important and <laughs> definitely has been echoed uh throughout our previous conversation um being super sexual or you know saying un- uncomfortable remarks to somebody I mean that's yeah. definitely a turn off um yeah. arrog- arrogance yeah. which I arrogance uh, being insecure so kind of the two opposites there uh shit talking their ex trying too yeah. hard trying too hard and bad kisser yeah well it's going back on the x like just if even if you're not shit dogging them just like it comes up all the time like Ugh, it's like yes. your main topic of conversation is your yeah. previous relationship oh like, yeah and when they say okay this is a big one for me if any guy like in any conversation i hate when guys do this and when they say that their ex or like a girl they dated or their ex-wife or whatever is crazy. I hate mm. that. I hate when guys call girls crazy because 
yeah maybe she was but also like maybe you made her crazy maybe you're yeah. an asshole that turned her that way like and I, I hate that that really bothers me yeah and I think I, I can always tell when someone mentions their ex on a date whether it's a first or like the fifth date um when they're like over them because I feel like they might share the story with you and like you can make the judgment of if that person sounds crazy or not, but they're not like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, my ex, such a bitch, like, mm-hmm. like and going off of it. And you're like, okay, obviously there's some like unresolved issues here. <laughs> yeah. That is also like, how is he going to talk about you afterwards, right? Yeah, absolutely. That, um, that says a lot about a person. Mm-hmm. Before you go on to your ones that men find unattractive, I can we we talk about one that is on my list that I feel like we all are going to feel differently about. Yes. Is if you are a smoker or Uh, you do like weed, drugs, whatever. Both sides. Yeah. (laughs) You do weed. We kind of talked about this like off of our when we were just talking on the phone, all of us last week Mm -hmm. after we recorded our episode, we all felt so differently about it. I mean, like, uh-huh. for me, like, I don't care if you recreationally do, like, or you smoke weed um, to an extent. Like, I don't want you to be high all the time you're hanging out with me. Um, but, like, cigarettes are, like, an absolute definite no to me. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, like, mm-hmm. judge people for smoking. I just wouldn't want to date you, <laughs> if that makes sense. But I know you guys feel differently. Yeah, like, it's not a complete, like, it's not a write-off for me, but obviously I'd prefer my significant other to be as healthy as possible, so no smoking. And then, like, you know, even we, there are some health benefits to it. I get it. Um, But, like, yeah, I would prefer them not to, but I also have dated so many people, and JB also smokes uh, a lot so and it's fine like it, it's not like we get into fights about it it's just like yeah my stand yeah, on ex- it and I've yeah it, we both accepted that we think differently about it about the topic um but yeah like my ex was like a huge smoker like a pack a day um and so it worked yeah. I mean, but it's not like a complete write-off and it doesn't it's not a turn off for me either it's not like I'm like Ugh. I mean if they were to come up and try and kiss me after they've smoked um yeah. that I don't like but the fact that they smoke isn't a turn off yeah okay Mike what do you think um like yeah so if you're like if, if you're a cigarette smoker it's not like it's a complete write-off but it's um it, it, it's gonna be tough because there's not that many people in my family that really smoke cigarettes right mm-hmm. so it's like it's kind of like a weird kind of dynamic kind of thing and obviously like you know with all the the different information out there on smoking cigarettes and everything else that in my there's a part of my head that's kind of like you know what's bad like why are we doing it here but then again i guess mm-hmm. you can say the same thing about alcohol too so yeah it is what yeah. It is. um yeah and after yeah you know me with weed it's whatever it's all good you know as long as we're not going to like my grandmother's place you don't smell like super dang marijuana <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know? you know, be appropriate when you do it but like yeah mm-hmm cigarettes on cigarettes my grandma think i stink i got anyway i was just listening to that song the other day so guys it's by chance rapper called cocoa butter kisses highly recommend and it's about what we're talking about um (laughs) for me so yeah so for me obviously it's sorry guys i'm just going i'm going to the bathroom 
Just kidding. <laughs> That's Lauren. Sorry. I, I didn't know if you'd hear it. It's from my, we heard it was it. further away. <laughs> No, I love it. It's real. It's raw. But um, obviously for me, a weed smoker is not a turn off. It's the opposite. It's a turn on. I want mm-hmm. somebody aligned with my lifestyle who's not going to get on my shit and all my dick for like wanting to partake in a little bit of greenery every single day of my life. Um, <laughs> as far as cigarettes, I mean, I'd be hypocrite if I said no. Um, I think that, you know, so cigarettes for me aren't a turn off necessarily um but i mean if you've ever kissed a smoker you know and let's say you haven't been smoking all night and you kiss a smoker it's like hmm, okay this is different so i get that yeah. and i understand that 100 i think it i think it is pretty gross and um for sure but i mean if you smoke and they smoke it's kind of like eh, whatever you can't really tell the difference yeah um yeah. so yeah like i'm i'm impartial to it i mean at the end of the day it, it is all about preference but um obviously there would have to be an end date in sight to like quit smoking yeah, like, uh, a cigarettes quit. Yeah. a one I think everybody wants to quit and I think just to keep this in mind for people like listening out there too if like your partner does any of these things and you want them to stop the more that you rag on them to like stop yeah. doing it it's never going to work you're actually just going to piss them off more it's kind of like have an open conversation to be like, Hey, is this something you want to do in the future? Then like, I'm here to support you. I think it's good. Cause I want you to like live a long and healthy life, blah, 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 blah. Have that combo. But, uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't rag on them. Like fucking every 24, every, like every 20 minutes or every time I have a say, yeah. like, just don't do that. Pick your battles, uh, with that one for sure. Yeah. I mean, it I is an addiction. Like- it is an addiction and it's a horrible addiction. We have to remember that, but it is, I think, an, an, the day, an addiction. Yeah. It's not as easy as just like giving it yeah, up. Absolutely. Um, I don't even like kissing people that have smoked weed. <laughs> like I can taste it on you and I just don't, for I don't sure. even, like, I don't even yeah. like the smell of weed. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely like it better than the smell of cigarettes. A hundred percent. Um, yeah. I mean, like yesterday I was sitting on my balcony and like someone was smoking a joint like somewhere in my proximity and I was like oh god <laughs> Gosh, oh, no, I'm just like so sensitive to it so I like would be like okay now you have to go like change all your clothes shower scrub your whole body use brush your teeth 25 times and then we can like be close again <laughs> okay well don't don't ever come to my house then Lauren because honestly you, 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 know, you and I are making out and like uh, like I don't like what I just wouldn't like I wouldn't <laughs> want someone like that I was like cuddling with to smell like smoke yeah. of any sort and, like and get, I get that and guess what that's your preference and that's your yeah. turn off girl exactly. um, and you probably wouldn't like someone like to date someone like me like me that doesn't like to smoke weed at all so yeah I'd be like, like fucking square what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> can't handle your shit you like reality yeah. too much um <laughs> why did you have such a good upbringing okay yeah. so <laughs> um but so we talked about that, but I want to read the list. Yes. Of yeah, yeah. So, so, so sure. this, this, these are um, turn offs that men uh, find most. Sorry, this, these are the most common turn offs that men have found on first dates. So the first one is being too forward thinking. And girls, like, oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure we're all guilty of this, but it's true. Like you match with somebody, you check out their profile, like their profile, you look at their pictures and you're, you start thinking about your future. I don't know if you yeah. guys do that, but yeah, I yeah. do it. We all do it. Right. So, but here's the thing, keep that crazy in and do not <laughs> let them know <laughs> because that turns a man off. <laughs> um, so that was really funny. Uh, once, uh, this is very similar to the woman's list. So talking about your ex, uh, trying too hard, mm-hmm. 
complaining, and that's just complaining in general, I'm assuming. Uh, once again, talking too much about yourself. Yep. Uh, appearance slash not dressing appropriately, which I love the wording on this. I'm like, not dressing appropriately. Okay. Um, another similarity is getting too drunk. So clearly, guys, there's a problem out there. Rain it in. Um, and expecting him to pay. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I would never be like, okay, you got this. I would be like, would you like to split it? And I hope that the guy says, no, I got this. So maybe mm-hmm. it's just how you position it. Like, I'm not sitting there, like, not pretending to reach for my wallet. But, like, I'm hoping that you're going to jump in and be like, no, no. Yeah, I got I've got this. this. Yeah. So, so on top of that, though, we actually put a call out to some of our listeners on our Instagram. Yes. Uh, we wanted to get a kind of a pulse check on what some of your biggest turnoffs for upper state were. And a lot of the responses were the same, obviously. Um, but I'm just going to kind of run through them and then we can kind of pick and choose which ones we want to talk about. So uh, your date only talks about themselves. So we got this one a lot, yes. followed by poor appearance and hygiene. So these were, <laughs> right? Followed by not offering to pay. Obviously, uh, these are, I'm not, I'm not going to generalize, but these were coming from women. Yep. <laughs> um, showing little interest in getting to know you. Um, there, here, here's a, the flip that somebody wrote in though, uh, when they want, when your date wants to split the bill instead of insisting that you let them pay. So like I'm on a date with somebody and they want to split the bill and I'm like, no, I want to pay, I want to pay. And they're like, no, we're splitting it. So that was a turn off for somebody. It becomes like too much of a back and forth. Like just okay, yes. one of you. Is yeah, yeah. It yeah, is okay. for sure. Um, being too gossipy. Okay. Uh, um, being, being on your phone a lot. That was yes. a big one. Uh, bragging about their wealth or how much money they make. So that was another one. We've heard a couple this times. All my shit. This is all my, <laughs> all my shit. shit. Uh, tardiness or being late was a big topic. Dull conversation, which obviously, um, and getting too drunk. So yeah, I definitely so see trends. Yeah, we're seeing some trends, and I will say, like, looking at—I mean, I will say—our listener base is probably a lot, like, pretty much like woman-based, but we do have like men and like non-binary people listening too. But it was really funny reading through the listener submissions and looking at their profiles of the people who submitted, like, women. Women, women, women. So that's you're getting there. Um, but yeah, so those yeah. are like some of our first date turn offs. But like, I want to spice things up a bit and like bring it into the bedroom, guys, because okay. when you first hook up with somebody for the very first time, um, you know, this is new, you know, uncovered territory. So obviously, yeah. we're, go- we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some turn ons, but we're gonna have a lot of turn offs. So <laughs> I want to hear from you. What are your biggest boner killers that your partners do when you're trying to get into the mood? I didn't have a very long list for this, so I'll go first. Yeah, that's okay. Just share it, girl. Um, I had three points. So <laughs> obviously, um, a turnoff in the bedroom is a bad kisser. Yeah. Um, that I think that's just a given. Um, and I really, really don't like this when a guy, when you're making out and the guy like pushes your head down. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my How dare God. you. This happened 
actually quite often when I was like younger, like yes, my early yeah, 20s. Yeah, me too. I can't say that it like happened past the age of 25, luckily, yeah. but um, it did happen a lot when I was younger. Um, oh my God, my I forgot about point, that. Yeah. My last point is like half assed foreplay when like I'm not that turned on and they, they just think they can just stick it in and uh, it's like, yes. I'm like not even wet. Like, I yeah. hate that. Like, that's a turn on. Aggressive. Yeah. yeah, those are all very good ones. I had some of those on my list too. Um, some of the other ones I had were were like <laughs> their pubic hair situation is a little like out of control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this hasn't happened really to me that often, but I know it happens. Um, oh. Or they're just like kind of like maybe not like the freshest smelling in that area, which I'm sure could easily happen to girls too if they haven't like had a shower recently, like. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, don't expect me to give you head then. Like, the same way I wouldn't want you to give me head. It's so definitive. Like, exercising yeah. or something, like, or walking around all day. Um, yeah. Also, like, guys that are, like, our age that just, like, still don't understand where the clit is. What's that? Baffling. Baffling. And I still have, like, I've definitely run into people like that in the last, like, five years i just don't really? understand well i think like people like that too are probably a little like self-conscious because they maybe know that they don't know where the clit is and like they're aware maybe yeah yeah, yeah and i also think there's people who got men who think they know where it is and they have absolutely no idea and they're like confident like yeah i know where the clit is but they have no yeah. idea but then there's also those guys who are like oh like i don't really know but they don't want to like say that they don't know where the clit is Um, yeah 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 totally um I also also when guys are like they ask you when you're in like the middle of sex like are you close ew uh, why would they say that that's so rude like why are you bored do you have someone to be buddy like what or they just like assume you had an orgasm like they don't like really like they're not like, okay, did you finish too? Like, or is like, mm-hmm. are, are you satisfied? It's just, they just make an assumption like, okay, that was good for you because it was good for me. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, not you. Selfish say. lovers. Selfish lovers. Um, do you have any more, Lauren? Um, oh, this one. Anyone who just like either doesn't want to wear a condom because they claim it like doesn't feel right or good. <laughs> um or just like assume they're gonna have sex with you without having that conversation like let's put on a condom are you on birth control pills whatever that conversation Um, is um or also on the same topic being offended if you ask them like when the last time they've been tested or like anything about stis which are all very responsible adult conversations that should not be something anyone should be offended on both sides about so I feel like all those things are very like, where were you raised if these things like, <laughs> aren't you concerned? Like, I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mike, do you have any to contribute? Um, for me, it's bad kissing because I am a big kisser when it comes to sexy time. Um, mm-hmm. And after also, it's, it's a little bit of a weird one. Um, when, uh, when things are getting kind of hot and heavy, and uh, you know, then you know the 
girl's hands start traveling down there and he starts getting to a little stroking action. Like, you know, just just be gentle down there with uh with my little dude, right? Like don't don't come in really hard like a kind of action going there because uh you might you might rip him off. So it's uh it's like, you know, it's not everything's not exactly like performance, you know, just like build up to it a little bit. So that's kind of like a it's it's comedic for me when I'm looking down there and I'm like, what are you doing? And you think yeah. you're done. But like, yeah, yeah. So like mm. things like that overall. Because uh, when it comes to when it comes to the sex and guys, it's you don't have to search. To, it's not like we have a clip you have to search bar for it. Like it's pretty sensitive. Yeah, right? you're either harder or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, but that being said, there's like 4K porn now. Like all the porn's like super HD. You should know where the clit is, if anything. If not, we have yeah. But yeah. um, but yeah, but yeah, I no. When it, when it comes to the bedroom, like those are like the main, the two main ones for me. Besides that, nothing's ever like. Of course, maybe you want to throw hygiene in there too. But things get a little silly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna be at my most optimal performance if things are a little smelly because I'm gonna avoid some areas and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that, I'm not that you're like you're not gonna get some. I'm just gonna avoid certain. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like throw her in the shower. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> really? I think we should suddenly have sex in the shower. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna share a few of mine. So. Okay. Once again, guys, what's wrong with me? I'm like a shallow materialistic bitch or I something. Because shallow in their own ways. Because here's my, my the first thing on my list was and like this this so this is like turn-offs in the bedroom, right? If you have yeah. a messy room, like an unmade mm-hmm. bed, you have cuts or plates in your room. Like okay. to me, oh, I'm like, like under your bed. I'm oh. like, yeah, because like here's the thing. If I'm dating you, we're you're obviously like older than 30. And the fact that like you can't just like what turn like turn your sheets up after you get out of them and like I don't know, take your dishes to the sink or dishwasher, it baffles me. So that's a big turn off. That is, it just says a I lot have, about you. After you're done your list, I have a story on that. But continue Ooh, your list. I'm first. excited. Okay. Um yeah. So then uh like in the bedroom for me, I, I'm not like <sighs> I'm confident when I'm comfortable with you, but out the gate, probably not. How So this might be a little bit of a, you know, a hypocritical thing to say. But however, I do really appreciate confidence or dominance in the bedroom. So when you are lacking yeah. that, that is a really big turnoff for me. Um, yeah. Also, just like weird voices, you know, like we're having sex, we're having a good time. And you're like, oh, yeah, you like my cock and your pussy. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. And then he's like, oh, you want you to I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm talking like a baby or something. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Where did Buddy the fucking elf come? <laughs> Lock him away. Two stories just came up. He's like, he's like, oh my god. I'm like, go away, bro. So like, that's a big thing. Um, and like, uh, oh my god. guys, I can't even begin to explain like how like your behavior and the way that you like speak in the bedroom, like. Just keep it fucking normal. Like, or like read the room, read the vibe. Like if we're doing kinky shit, then we can talk like, like, yeah, we'll follow each other's lead. We're both in that mood. We're in that mindset. But if it's just like all of nowhere and you're like, or if they start like being like talking about like the word daddy, like, like get the fuck out. Like I literally can't even handle that. Like I can't, like as soon as a guy who's like, oh, you want, 
you want daddy's dick? I'm like, no, I'd no. rather jump. I'd rather jump off the fucking CN Tower. Get the fuck out of here, Brett. Like, I can't. I can't. Um, and then some of the things that you guys had now. said, thank you. And some of the things that you guys said, like, I just, I can't with smelly balls, like straight up. Like no, I, no, I love, no. I love, I love good manscaping. I really like, I, when I see good manscaping, I'm just like, I want to let you know, I really like what you did with your pubes. Like, I just want to <laughs> let them know. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, I, yeah, I, here's the thing. Like if, if you want those balls all up in my mouth, like homie, you better make sure they're trimmed. Okay. And they smell fresh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah yeah and like I think it could go both ways right like if you are out, like walking around all day I'm sure both of you don't smell that great down there so don't expect anything down there <laughs> yeah until you shower uh, uh, yeah I sorry two, and Lauren you had some stories right I had stories like like okay. resurfaced as you were talking it's like <laughs> therapy when we record these episodes <laughs> I like compress them because I don't want to remember them and then they resurface um one though going on weird voices so this wasn't like while we were having sex or in the bedroom, but just a turn off in general. Um, like I definitely 110%, we all have like voices that we talk to animals in, like everyone mm-hmm. has it. But I was dating this guy once who like talked to himself. Is it like third person when you're like, Lauren was like, like, is it third person or first person? I never remember the difference. Third. 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 Yeah, third. So he yeah. would, he would go to his dog, be like, and he called, referred to himself as Papa to his dog. Like, not like your do- dad or your doggy dad or something. Uh-huh. He would be like, he'd be like, huh, come here to Papa. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I can't handle you calling <laughs> yourself Papa to your, like, I don't know what it was about the word Papa, but I was like, I can't. <laughs> like, instantly, was so unattractive. Like, I don't care if daddy, dad, mom mommy like what i don't care like anything parents like 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 come to yo like my my brother-in-law says that to his dog he's like come to papa and i'm like (laughs) see that doesn't bother me i I almost think like if you were saying like i feel like come to papa is a saying as it like it's like a a saying you're saying but he like he referred to himself as Papa to his dog. Like that was it. That was the only term he used. It's like you yeah. either call your dad like dad or father, or whatever. It was like, so like I, I, I don't know. It was just like he dropped down like four notches when he said that. And I don't get weird dog voices because like I definitely make dog voices and like say weird things to animals. But yeah, I don't know he, what like, it opened, was about that. He opens the door and he's like, Papa's home. Yeah, yeah like exactly. I just like I don't know what it was. You like Papa's dick? Like, oh, stop it. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, uh, But the other story was about, like, cleaning your bedroom and stuff. Um, I once hooked up with a guy who, like, this wasn't, like, maybe in my mid-20s. So it wasn't, like, that long ago. And he, like, didn't have a bed frame. And his, like, comforter looked like it was, like, one of those, like, hand-me-down blankets that your family has that has been around since you can remember like, that was his comforter on his, like, grown-ass adult bed. And, like, I just, like, I remember waking up one morning and being like, what am I doing here? Like, mm-hmm. I can't. Like, you don't have a bed frame? Like, you have a job and a career. Like, it's time to buy, like, a $50 bed frame. Like, that's all. <laughs> I don't know. why this is So, so unattractive. Uh, and his, like, apartment was so dirty. Like, his shower 
was like it had like a ring around it like it had never been scrubbed his kitchen was so gross he wouldn't let me go in there to make popcorn with him he just (gasps) told me to sit in his living room because his kitchen was so bad and i'm like did he have have roommates or did he live alone he lived with a roommate but it was like a random like it wasn't like his friend he was like old um and then i also went home with a guy once like i don't know like a long time ago but like we were old enough that you would have a bed and he slept on like a futon which like, oh god no people did in college like i remember people doing that but this was maybe five years beyond college maybe a futon like helps with his weird back pain okay so this futon if you both laid on one side of it it would flip over like oh, it was shit. like the cheapest okay you could buy and Weird. he like also like claimed he lived in this apartment with his roommate but i was like convinced that he was just trying to say that but he probably lived at home with his parents because in the all the only things in this room were a futon and a foosball table in the middle of it like that was it uh-huh. and it was like a small bedroom and i'm like you don't live in this room and he's like yeah i do and i'm like i don't think you do like i think this is just Wait. your like your frat buddy's spare bedroom and you are just trying to like make yourself seem cooler because you live in toronto <laughs> that's, Ooh, all interesting. that's all you had and he still wheeled you damn maybe well i didn't it. know that's what he had until i got <laughs> home and i was blackout drunk because it was in my blackout days i obviously instantly credited it but um you're blackout you need to have a bed like if you're trying to bring someone home like at least have a bed like yes that's not well, asking very much. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that, Lauren, because one of the things I also ask listeners to submit, like, what are your, um, what are, like, some of your big bedroom turnoffs? And mm-hmm. one of them was no bed. And I <laughs> was like, yes, I can't. I, I, it's true. Like, I'm sorry. Why, why is your bedroom and mattress are on the ground? There's no <laughs> excuse for that. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to go get some fucking two by fours and we can like build a fucking frame? Like, homie, what? So anyway, here are some other listeners submitted um, uh, turnoffs in the bedroom. So uh, when your partner doesn't take control, uh, when there aren't any cuddles at post sex and when they leave right after, uh, this is a big one. Refusing, refusing to wear a condom was a Mm -hmm. big one. We saw that a lot um not listening to their verbal cues and not paying attention to their physical cues that was also mentioned quite a bit having poor stamina um like i had a blast like one second you need to go on top i'm i'm i think this one no why did i say that fuck but yeah anyway um i think that goes both ways like what like because yeah there are some men who obviously can't like go for very long but also there are some women who like once they have that one orgasm they're they're out so yeah, i think it kind yeah. of goes both ways um and that was coming from a man so there you go uh, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. selfish and only taking into consideration your pleasure uh and trying to convince you to do something that you don't want to do or you don't feel comfortable okay. doing yeah. um Lack of enthusiasm in the bedroom, like kind of doing it like, oh, well, it's just like a regular routine thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and guys who don't go down on you. We yeah. saw that quite a bit. So those were some of the top uh, submitted 
uh, turn off in the bedrooms. But guys, so I, before we move on, um, okay. so I was actually super curious about this and I wanted to get some like a real stats to throw in this episode so that it's not all for naught. But oh my God, so, are you like pulling a Lauren? With I'm pulling a Lauren. So just like Lauren, I was like, I need to... I was like, I need to channel my inner Lauren and find a very credible website. So I found like Pucker Mom. Yeah, I found illicit encounters. And this is a website for people who want to have um affairs. So think of like Ashley Madison. Uh Um, and so they surveyed 2,000 people on some of their biggest turn-ons and turn-offs. So it's really, really interesting. So um in the bedroom, I'm going to, these are out of 2000 people, guys, these are the top 10 turnoffs for women. Ready? Okay. First, men talking, sh- men talking shit about their ex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He thinks sex is over as soon as he has orgasms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pets in the bedroom. Ugh. Sending unsolicited sexual pictures. Okay. Uh, um, Saying that he is admitting that he has cheated in the past, bad breath or bo, asking, "Are you close yet?" Yes. <laughs> um, him, him using, uh, sorry, him not wanting to wear a condom. Yeah, and having sex like a porn star. Oh my god, that was on my list too. Yeah. What does that? What does that mean? So having so so it just means like. Uh, when a guy's having sex, sex with you, they think that you're, you are, you also watch all the porn and you just know how to fucking fuck like a porn star. You, uh, and he's okay. just, instead of like taking into consideration what you like and your pleasure, yeah. he's just like fucking, what do they call it, like rabbit? Like he's like a fucking rabbit on you. Like, yeah. you know, it's like a thrust putting, or a thrust. And it's like, finger in your mouth and he's doing a whole bunch of Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like a person with a hole. Like that, they don't care. Yeah, like after yeah. you, like you, after you finger me, you stick my fucking fingers back in my mouth. I think not. If you fucking yeah. do that, your fingers will be broken. Take the fucking neck back <laughs> to like another country because I hate you. Okay. Yeah, no, sure, sure. <laughs> also, I know I only, there were, there were uh, I only said 10, uh, nine there. There was another one and it was about, um, sorry, and I totally skipped over it, but it was, uh, it was, had to do with porn again. It was just watching porn a little bit too much. Mm. Um, so for men, here are their top turnoffs. So the first okay. one is, ins- uh, is when they don't like it when women insist that they have the lights off during sex. Uh, okay. The second is women being silent or motionless. Well, okay. <laughs> Just uh, third, uh, granny panties or Bridget Jones underwear. Uh, um, a woman who has admitted that she has cheated before in the past. Um, a woman who is more interested in her phone than him. Um, pets in the bedroom. So there's another similarity between the men and the woman list. Uh, poor personal hygiene being too clingy after sex, uh, lacking yeah. body confidence, and faking orgasms. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just, okay. It's just so funny to actually like look at that list and compare it, and it's just like... Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's, I think it's a really funny, because like, women, we're, we're all... We're, like, I, I feel like our turnoffs were more just like, hey, we're happy you're here, just like make it like enjoyable, and like don't smell like shit. Men are like... I would like to see your tits. I would like full fucking lighting. I would like to make sure that you're enthusiastic and you're not laying there like a fucking starfish. And oh, you have granny panties? Take a fucking hike there, Bridget Jones. Like, how fucking dare you? I would like men fucking suck, dude. 
yeah. honestly i'm this close to like <laughs> hooking up with a chick like i'm telling you <laughs> straight up do what do you guys think podcast. of that <laughs> go for it carly do it yeah you do you girl i have a question for us all where does joey go when you're having sex yeah what's up with that <laughs> pets in the bedroom uh, came up multiple times so now i'm curious yeah. so he'll like uh come into the room and he'll like sniff around but like on the bed then, like, yeah for like a split second then he's like oh okay i know what's happening here and then he leaves and then he um, goes into on the couch Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's yeah he just stays on the couch and then he'll come like creep into the room when he thinks we're done and then if we're not we're like nope joey's back in your bed he'll leave like he's very good you know he's going to leave and then he'll like and then when we're done like he'll come back into the room and he'll like pop his head in the room and like we're like yeah yeah we're good we're done yeah. <laughs> he can come back. but it's so funny you wonder what's going on in his head like does he know that that's what you're doing like i don't know Probably. i think I don't know. now he like probably knows that when that is yeah. happening to leave <laughs> yeah I just like the fact he like checks back in like 15 yeah. minutes later yeah, he's like, like come yeah. on man uh, <laughs> okay so so guys so we have these turnoffs and let's say you're actually in a relationship and your partner does any of these things that we've mentioned yeah. how do you how do you bring it up to them that this certain behavior actually turns you off or do you maybe you don't talk about it do you have any examples of situations that have happened in your life where you've had to bring this up with your partner I feel like a lot of my turnoffs like most of them they wouldn't make it far enough to be like in a relationship Mm -hmm. with me like yeah and the ones that I'm in a relationship with those turnoffs are like so like they don't phase me as much they're not deal breakers so I can live with them but yeah. like I mean for like for example that guy I mentioned about how he was like such a bad drunk when he was drinking like after that instance where he like peed all over my bathroom and himself I he was supposed to like he'd already had, we'd already planned for him to like meet my family the week after and like I told him I'm like I just like really don't like Um, when you get that drunk and like I know that my family like how my family is and they like really like like people that just know their limits and like they like getting drunk and having fun but also like know your limit and like um and so I'm like I just would really appreciate that when you meet my family you don't get drunk and sure enough he like met my family and he got drunk and then literally as soon as he fell asleep I remember texting us all being like I need to break up with him but first I need my ride back to Toronto (laughs) And so I got back to Toronto and like three days later, I broke up with them because I'm like, this is just like, I, I don't want to be worried that you're going to get drunk in front of my family and go pee on my like family's Did bathroom. your family like, like him? I can't remember. Um, they did. Like they didn't think anything like, like they definitely knew he got like drunk because he was drunker than any of us. Um, <laughs> and we drank all day. So it's fair. Like my family drinks a lot. So you just need to know how to pace yourself really. And you need to know when to say like, no, I'm good. I don't need any more drinks um and but like they weren't like they liked them like there was nothing like wrong with it but for me like I was annoyed because I had said like that's my Mm -hmm. one thing like it was a big deal like he's the first person to ever meet my family and I like told him that and I told him like just don't get wasted like have fun drink but like be at the same level as everyone else read the room (laughs) yeah yeah um and then yeah just like 
And then we, we ended up breaking up because I was like, I knew this would be a thing that I'd always be anxious about if we were ever in like a scenario with friends and we were drinking or like family or anything like that. But yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, and Sal, you're shaking your head. You have never confronted anybody about any of the turnoffs, right? No, like Lauren said, like nothing's been the turnoffs that I've had with people that I've dated that those relationships never like lasted that long. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, if I were to come across like something that my partner does that I don't like, or that's a turnoff, I would just honestly just have a conversation with them about it and just tell them that what they're doing is bothering me or that it's annoying or I don't like it or whatever it is. Like I would just, talk to them about it but um yeah I can't think of like a specific um situation or story that happened Mm -hmm. where I had to confront an ex yeah so because I I also like I've never really had like the balls or the the female equivalent the tit to like (laughs) bring this up to a guy I've been dating um you know I like subtle hints in the bedroom maybe but uh I feel like when you decide to be in a relationship with that person, you already kind of know a lot of their quirks and you're kind of accepting of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, let's say you get to, let, let's say you're, you're, you're really into this. You're, you're like six months to a year into this relationship. How do you kind of navigate those waters? How do you bring up to your partner that something that they're doing is bothering you? So um, there is a family and marriage, also sex therapist. Her name is Jane Greer. And if you type in her, her name on Google, so many articles will come up. She is a celebrity um, therapist and marriage counselor. So she has a lot of really good information. And when it comes to actually approaching the subject and bringing it up to your partner, um, really, she says, the big question is about determining what it is that you can actually live with and what you need to talk about. And like the rule of thumb is to try and avoid letting things go until you become like really resentful. So yeah, it's one of those yeah, yeah. things where it's kind of like you pick and choose your battles. And I think that's really, really important. And you never want to make your partner feel uncomfortable. You don't want to make them feel bad for doing something like, that they didn't know was bothering everything. you. Yeah, exactly. So at the end of the day, I think it's really important that if, you know, you are in a relationship and your partner has, you know, has a newfound quirk or they're doing something that is irritating you, you know what? Like remind yourself how much you love this person and that you're willing to work through whatever it is that's irritating you or bothering you and approach it with like open, transparent um, communication, have that chat with them um, and also leave the floor open to like, let them talk about maybe any of the grievances that they might have with you as well. So it's not yeah. feeling like a total attack on them. Just be like, listen, I'm not perfect, but like, I want, I want this to be even better than it already is with us. Like what, what are some things that maybe I do that you're not too like keen on, you know, and it doesn't have to be like super negative. Like, I think that no. these are really constructive conversations. So if you do want um, any more information, um, her name, like I said, her name is Jane Greer and she has a lot of articles on Google. So make sure that you guys um, check her out. Uh, but I know we're kind of, we're cutting it close. We're near the end of the episode, so I want to switch gears into our segment. So this is a new segment uh, called Flip the Switch. So we talked about turn-ons last week. We talked about turn-offs 
this week. So I'm going to present you guys with different scenarios and you decide if this is a turn on or a turn off for you. And apologies if these suck because I came up with them on my own. Um, And yeah, so here we go. So I'm going to start with Mike, Asal, and then Lauren. So that's going to be the the, uh, order. The order. Thank you. I was like, what's the word? Okay. So you guys go on a first date with someone that you've been chatting with for about a week. On the date, they go way over the top, pulling out all of the stops. I'm talking like really nice, fancy cocktails, over the top dinner, like even maybe a car service. Is that a turn on for you or a turn off for you? And this goes both ways, both men and women. Mike? Turn off. Turn off? Okay. Yeah, it's a turn off for me. Because it's um, I because I, I don't feel like it's genuine. I could be wrong. I could be mm-hmm. gauging it wrong, but I just feel like yeah. I, I feel like I would pick up on the it's um, you're trying too hard kind of thing like that. But yeah, that's me. Absolutely, SL. Um, it depends on the delivery. Like that could just be their lifestyle, and that's just exactly. how they roll. But like, it also depends on like how they say it. Like, oh, we're gonna go here because it's the best, and they know me, and I'm gonna spend yeah, all this money. Totally. And, and, like, if that's it's what like I was that, then that's a turn off. But yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say turn on. But it, again, mm-hmm. it does depend on the delivery and the scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I would say turn on, um, because I do appreciate someone that puts effort in. Um, if it was like that all the time, it would get exhausting. And like Asal said, it depends on the situation. But I think initially, like that could be a turn on. Like I, I would feel like a little bit like a Cinderella for like a hot minute. Like it might not be all it's cracked <laughs> up to be, but like initially I'd be like, wow, okay, no one's done this before. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Carly, no, absolutely. You? Um, uh, I'm on the fence, but I'm probably going to go be a mini more on the turn off side. Um, so the context, you know, especially if I've only been chatting with them for a week and then this is kind of like what they need to do to kind of win my affection. Um, and I don't know, I I don't think that like that would make me feel very uncomfortable and it would leave me feeling like I owed them something. And I really, really do not like that feeling. So for me, turn off y'all. Okay. So what about this? Let's say we, uh, your partner, who you adore, you love, your soulmate, the one you want to spend the rest of your life with. Maybe it's the people that you're with now. I don't know. But what if they propose to you in a public setting with people all around? People are staring at you. They're seeing this go down. Is that proposal a turn on or a turn off? And this is like, the love of your life. Can I ask one question? Is it random yes. people or like people you know? Random. Random. You're in public. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Mike? uh turn on if it's the love of your life then for me like it doesn't matter if there's an audience there it's like if anything i was probably already thinking about it so you beat me to the punch and you proposed to me fuck it who cares let's do it all right sal yeah like as long as i'm surprised i don't care where it's done who's around um it's a turn on interesting okay lauren I'm going to say turn on, but if they knew me well enough, they'd know that I would not want something like wild and crazy and in public. Oh, she switched it up. mm -hmm. (laughs) But at the same time, I would, I appreciate someone who's put thought in assuming that they picked a place in public that has some sort of meaning. (laughs) Like it's not Mm -hmm. just like, I once saw someone propose to someone 
at the Eaton Center at Christmas time in front of the Christmas tree? Like, if that uh, were the case, I would die. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah, that's no for me, dog. Store? Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, no. It would have to have, like, some significance. Like, the first place you, like, went on a date or, I don't know, something cute. Got yeah. on one knee in front of Forever 21. Like, <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Forever 21. Brick and mortar. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So for me, I, I, I what, like for look, once again, this is why these are so subjective. Uh, it's a turn off for me. Uh, if that person knows me, then that means at all, uh, they would know that a public display of affection on that magnitude is a big no, no. I'd be yep. very turned off. I would feel so awkward. And like, of course, for the, the love of my life, I'd be like, yes, of course, I'll marry you. But I'd be like, I now want to die. Like, I <laughs> can't have all these people staring at me. I couldn't handle it. So turn off for me. Um, <laughs> what about what about this, guys? So yeah. your 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 partner tries really hard to be liked by your family. And it's super fucking obvious. So turn on or turn off. Cause here's the thing, like they're putting in the effort. They're trying really hard. Yeah. So like they, they're, they're in it, they're in it. But is that a turn on or a turn off for you? Mike? It's a, it, it's a turn off. If I can, if I can notice it, like there's probably members of my family that would love it. But mm-hmm. then I'm looking at you mm-hmm. and I'm just like, just be yourself. I was just like, just be yeah. yourself. It's okay. So that's, that's the, that's the issue with me. So for me, it would be a, a turn off personally my mom would love mm-hmm. it for me it'd be a <laughs> um for me it'd be a turn on because i would like the fact that they're trying so hard to get to know my family because i have mm-hmm. dated people in the past who are just on their phones at family gatherings and stuff like that and i hate that um so someone who's like trying really hard um yeah turn on I think it would be turn off only because my family will read right through it. Like they are very much like just be you. And mm-hmm. like I purposely date people that would fit in to my family, just being them and not having yeah. to try to like impress. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that would probably be a turn off. Okay. But it could go either way, I guess. Yeah. On the scenario. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it, this is a tricky one. Um, I think I'm going to have, I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm very on the fence, so I'm just going to make a rash decision and say it's a turn on. Um, the fact that you know how much family means to me and you're really, really trying. And the fact that I could tell, like, as much yeah. as I'm like, Ugh, as long as my family couldn't tell, then we're Gucci. Like, you fucking try and impress father kind of, if I dare you, he will still hate you. <laughs> but like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's like one of those things. So for me, it'd be like such a turn on. Um, yeah, I could go such in two different directions. Right? Okay. What about this, guys? Okay. Your partner goes out and they buy you ooh, two packs of toilet paper, three bottles of hand sanitizer, a box of gloves, and a box of masks. Turn on, turn off. Mike. Drop your clothes right now. Come on. You came through with the toilet paper? What? She did. Two packs. Two packs. Yeah. It's going to last me forever because I don't waste toilet paper. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's a absolute turn on. Turn on. Yes. Oh my God. So resort. <laughs> Mike's excited. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. so happy. Yeah. A thousand percent a turn on. Like JB came over like a couple weeks ago with hand sanitizer and toilet paper. So 